Bless you, God bless you, and keep you all strong. God bless you. Shalom, 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 shalom. Good afternoon, Senior Grace Child Esther. 
God bless you, LC. Divine LD, God bless you, Mama. Mark L. God bless you, God bless you. Martin Sin, also for how you do it, it's big one. Dear God, God bless you. Keep sharing. Keep sharing. God bless you. Just keep sharing. Anointed Eagle's gift. My adorable daughter, God bless you. God bless you. Just keep sharing. Just keep sharing.
Alright, just keep sharing within a few minutes. We are zooming quickly into the word of God. Something is about to happen tonight. My God, your destiny will be decoded before your eyes within simple and small, small elements. And you will know how you can decode your destiny from simple, simple, simple things that you have actually ignored. And I pray that the hand of the Lord will come upon you. The Lord will enlighten you and cause the eyes of your understanding even to receive light in the name of the Lord Jesus. Just keep sharing, just keep sharing. Let somebody join and be blessed. Motion, how are you doing? Motion, how are you doing? The Lord is about to honor you greatly. The Lord is about to honor you greatly. Alright, shortly lift up your voice. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. 
lift up your voice begin to bless the name of the lord father we bless you we give you all the praise and the glory lift up your voice My God. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Precious P, how are you doing? P, or being, how are you doing? It's been a long time. Jesus. lift up your voice shortly within few minutes we are zooming into the word of god you want to say father in the name of the lord jesus let your word be a great blessing to my life tonight in the mighty name of the lord jesus you want to say lord my god let the power in your word transform my life tonight in the name of the lord jesus lift up your voice and begin to pray My God, His mercy is on 
Great is our Lord God and greatly to be praised. His mercies over us and all his works shall praise him. Father, we bless you. We bless you. Thank you, Father. We bless you. Father, we bless you. We give you glory. Jesus. 
Father, we give you praise, we give you all the glory. We honor you, O God, Maladabashai. Blessed be the name of the Lord, He is worthy to be praised and adored. So we lift up holy hands in one accord, singing, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mighty God, we give you all the praise and the glory. We honor you for such an awesome moment like this in your presence. We come before thee, O God, even under your feet, O Master. For we know only you have that word of eternal life. The other day you asked Peter and his friends, all people have left me. Will you also go? And Peter said, Where shall we go from your presence? For thou only hast the word of salvation. For thou only hast the word of eternal life. That we have believed and have come. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. The Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light. And giveth understanding even unto the simple. Let the light even of your word shine in our hearts. Let every darkness be swallowed up by the light of your word. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We ask in the name of the Lord Jesus, Father, that you send forth your spirit. The word of God says that when Jesus entered into the synagogue to teach, the power of God was present even to heal. Lord, we pray, even as your word is about coming, let your power that accompanies the word be active in our lives. Let sicknesses be dissolved from the bodies of your people. Let the eyes of your people be opened in the name of Jesus. Let there be an enlightenment of their spirits in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And let your name alone be glorified in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, all right, we bless God. I want to use this platform to wish my wonderful and amazing daughter, Jackie, a glorious birthday. Jackie, God bless you. Jackie, God bless you. Daddy loves you so much. You've been a great blessing to my life and ministry. You've been a great blessing to my life and ministry. And you know what is already in my heart. God bless you. God bless you so much. God bless you so much. Um, distance couldn't allow me to 
support you with whatever I wanted to. But hey, it's not over until it is over. God bless you, Pa. God bless you. She's、um, the choir director of Eagles Mountain International. Yeah, and she's been an amazing blessing to my life. God bless you. Right from day one, this wonderful daughter of mine has been very supportive. And it's mind blowing. God bless you, Jackie. God bless you. I just want you to know that daddy really loves you and he appreciates every single thing that you have done for him and the ministry. And I go on my knees as the son of God and as your father that the Lord will bless you, the Lord will increase you. If there is anything in the family that finds women, ask for you. May the Lord set your soul free from it in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You'll be a great blessing even to your family, to your community, to the nation Ghana, and to the world at large. In Jesus' precious mighty name, with priestly blessings, I bless you. I bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. All right. God bless you, people of God. God bless you, people of God. God bless you. God bless you. Shalom, 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 shalom. It's yet another wonderful moment. Jessica, how are you doing? God bless you. God bless you. Today, the message you sent me in the morning, actually, I was very happy. I was very happy. And I could see that indeed God is really at work doing wonderful things in the midst of His people. And I pray that surely it will end well. God has greater works even to manifest for you and the family in the name of the Lord Jesus. My regards to all the children, and I pray that this marriage is yet to see the glory of God in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, all right, all right. All right. We bless God. We bless God. I want to welcome all of you once again, even to under the Master's feet. Under the master's feet, and I know one of the things that I have realized in scripture is that when Jesus goes out to preach the gospel, there are many things he will say in parables so that everybody will get confused. When he speaks these words in parables, and most of the times he speaks this word in a language called Aramaic that the people don't understand. Because all that they understand is Hebrew. And Aramaic actually is an ancient form of Hebrew. So those who, are, who were at that time couldn't really understand the words. So after he had finished preaching the gospel, when he comes back to where they sit with the disciples, they will go to him personally and they will ask him, Master, when you were preaching today, You said something in parable we did not understand. Can you explain? Then Jesus will look at them and say, Yes, as for them, it is not given to them for them to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. But you, it is given unto you to understand the mysteries of the kingdom. Therefore, sit down. Let me teach you what I meant by the, some of the things that I said. So, the mysteries of the kingdom. Is not given to all the people in the body of Christ. It is given to only a particular group of people that have decided to lie deep 
even into the matters of God. Until your heart is ready to search, you will not know. Until your heart is ready to search, you will not know. Until your heart is ready to search, you will not know. You see, a lot of occultic people can come and tell you certain small, small things about their occultic association. But they will not tell you their secrets. Unless you are initiated into the occultic group, there are things you will never see. There are things they will never tell you. They can give you some little, little knowledge. Some of them cry. You can even hear them from people's mouths. You can even read them from certain books here and there. But there are certain secrets. In that, that is what gives them the power. That is what gives them the power. Because the secret of every association or society is the power of that society. So in the kingdom of God, there are secrets, there are mysteries in God's kingdom until you are initiated. That is why Jesus said, before anybody can enter into our kingdom, that person must be born again. If you are not born again, you can't enter. There are certain kind of characteristics of a man that is needed for him to enter into the kingdom of God. Just as when it comes to somebody being initiated into an occultic society, the person, whether he likes wearing white or not, you have to put away white and wear red. That is the way in order to be initiated into that society. If you decide that you wear white, you will be taken out of the place. There is no way you can enter into that society with white because the society, the entry of the society has actually given itself or prescribed something that anybody that wants to be initiated must do. It is the same way the kingdom of God is like. Until a person is born again and become like a child, there is no way the person can enter into the kingdom. If you want to enter into the kingdom of God, you must become like a child. What is this thing about children that can cause somebody to enter into the kingdom of God? As a child, you come from your mother's womb with nothing. With nothing. So what God is trying to say is that come and enter into the kingdom of God with nothing. That is why Jesus could sit down and say, it will be difficult for a rich man to enter into the kingdom of God because a rich man is somebody that has his trust in what he has. So carrying all those loads around him, he cannot enter into the kingdom. He must drop everything and enter into the kingdom as a child that comes out of his mother's womb with nothing. There are certain things we need in order to enter into the kingdom of God. If you feel so sophisticated with knowledge, if you think you know, you can't enter into God's kingdom. It is for certain fools like us. Yes, we want to be fools so that God can take us into the deepest waters of wisdom so that we can be wise. We want to be fools. We want all men to point fingers at us and say the tongue speaking we are speaking is nonsense. Yes, that is what we need to enter into the kingdom that is what god has prescribed that let us enter into the kingdom with these things are you following great great these things i'm about to say get ready for tonight tonight something will happen the devil is in serious trouble There are many things the devil has hidden from you and he doesn't want you to know. So he has tagged those things evil. 
And by the time I start flipping pages on some of these things, you will know why the devil keeps tagging certain things evil. I'm telling you. Because there are many of us, what God has actually purposed to save us from destruction, the devil has tagged those things an evil thing. So we don't get close to those things. So anytime evil is coming, it comes straight to us and hit our family. But I pray tonight that the Lord will open your eyes in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus and that the Lord will land you deep even into the matters of destiny in the name of the Lord Jesus. All right, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. We are handling the matter of decoding your destiny. Decoding your destiny. Please, if you were not here yesterday, um, I think it will be better for you. Let me, let me go into the UK accent. I think it will be better for you to, you know, um, go and get the part one of what we talked about. You get it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So please, if you know you were not here yesterday, kindly go and download the part one of this message, you know. And um, <laughs> anointed gifty. I'm forcing, I'm forcing, but God is still God. Jackie Boko, my fan Boko, me, me, the me, Alright, God bless you and keep you strong in the name of the Lord. You're very careful. You're very, very careful. You are laughing at the prophet of God. Be very careful. Else God will judge you. Alright. God bless you. <laughs> Let's delve deeper even into the word of God. Okay, so this evening we are handling the matter of decoding your destiny part two. So please, if you were not here yesterday, yesterday we laid a foundation. We entered into the matter of decoding, what decoding actually means, and we also understood what destiny means. We understood that when we hear destiny from the perspective of God, destiny is only one thing. Destiny is only one thing from God's perspective, and that one thing is Christ. So Christ actually is God's destiny for the entire universe. Christ. Somebody said, please, I can't hear anything. I'm sure it's your network. Can you all hear me, please? Then please check your network. I'm sure it's your network. All right. That is why sometimes when we tell you to live in places like Philadelphia, you think we are doing you. You see? You see what network is doing to you? Stay in Philadelphia. I said, Domi Abra now, Betina. Domi Abra. The network is not going to Alright, God bless you. 
Okay. So we are handling the part two of decoding your destiny. We understood yesterday that from the perspective of God, oh, I'm sure the network is very bad at so many places. Fear God. Where are you um, listening to, to us from? Fear God. Because it seems your network too is worrying you. Where are you listening to us from? Emferi, so we both come Emferi. Because some of you know, the moment you mention your, where you are listening to us from, why would you say no entire network member? Uh-huh. You dear gold said you all can join me at East Legon. You see, see those in East Legon. The BNC Asimbia Mai, you want to say, yes, we Oh, fear God, just type. Uh, you can't hear anything. Somebody should type for fear God that I'm asking her. Her family will tell you free. Okay, then leave and, and, um, Disconnect and reconnect. Where they are reconnecting, I say, "Bisa baby, I will tell you free." Eradishrao. God bless you. To fear God, whether you get angry or not, me can radisra wo. Today me can ini ni na ufan World Cup and he said the radisra na me can use wild senti. All right, all right. God bless you. <laughs> it is only equipping people. Uh, when they want to insult you, they will beg you first. Oh, you can't come a in the day. What if I They can kneel down and insult you nicely. Your beans there because we respect too much. As you are an equipping lady, equipping people, they are, they are very nice, very nice people. Everybody is nice, everybody is nice. As a mutrimu, I am a everybody is nice. Yeah, you free to move, bunku gune. Bupe yape kasapen fabo debe to no chok fakusi ebeji krizin trede bogobri brahabe bome and all those places like tutuka 
place like a trapiasi trapiasi hey it's okay ghana there i don't know i don't know i think i think no one no one soon i'll say be top this time then we can start naming other places like um new jersey philadelphia pennsylvania and all those places in ghana because you didn't there trapiasi sesen manguasi It's okay. Let's let's move into decoding your destiny. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. <laughs> God bless. Somebody say unless I become the first lady, answer. Mm, Any hurry up and save your your country. All right. All right. So please. If you were not here yesterday, kindly go and download the part one, because tonight we are actually laying a bit block on the foundation we laid yesterday. So please, if you were not here yesterday, kindly go and download the message and listen to it. Somebody texted me yesterday in the evening after the meeting. The person was like, "Man of God, I couldn't join the live session." But I was, as I was, as I got the notification, I downloaded the message, and when I was listening to it, I was like, "E." So all these things were there, and I didn't know. <laughs> he said, "Yes, so there are many things we don't know, and you see, there are things that that is what I, I today I want to strip some of you of certain veils that you have covered your eyes with." I'm telling you, share. We don't understand the devil. The guy is so smart. The guy is so so smart. When he wants to destroy a man's life, the simplest thing that is close to the man that God has prepared to save the man that is very close to the man, the devil will tag that thing an evil thing. He will call it a demon, so that you will not get close to it. That is when he wants to destroy. So there are many of you when you were growing up, they told you, "Obi, I Anybody that is a herbalist is an evil person. So you, they place this thing in your mind to the extent that if you have not gone to hospital for orthodox drugs. It means that as for herbs, you are not supposed to take it at all because herbs are evil things. Go and listen to my message on God and herbs. God and herbs, you understand certain things. What is wrong with us? And you see, some of these things are actually racism at a higher peak. A shankrofobia, especially in Africa, that it is only the white people that are wise. Where from that nonsense? That everything an African does is not is not good. Look at look at us. Look at us. It is the same way. Many things have been tagged demonic. 
These were things that could have saved our lives. But they have tagged those things demonic so we don't get close to it. So somebody will have a certain herb in her house that can save her from that high blood pressure but she will not take it down. But she will go to the pharmacy shop and buy and buy some drugs at a high price and will be taking those drugs and still nothing will be happening don't understand we just don't understand life let me tell you i'm telling you it will shock you to know that your telewati telewati that slipper you are wearing can save your life one day just that you don't know you don't know and that ignorance of that is what the devil is what empowers the devil i'm telling you it can it will shock you to know that your chilewati can save your life from death one day but you don't know and you see the devil is empowered in the ignorance of the people of god that is why god said the only thing that can cause my people to perish is lack of knowledge lack of knowledge my people perish and the devil can tag that knowledge and evil thing so you will not get close to it then you keep perishing that is why you are here that the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened that you will know what god has already done listen god will not descend from heaven and change situations whatever we need for our lives to take a great good turn god has already given it it is our responsibility to run after this knowledge even as a man will risk his life for gold all right so we are handling the matter of decoding your destiny decoding your destiny and we understood that from the perspective of god destiny actually is just one thing it is called christ there is no destiny outside christ from the purpose of god from the perspective of god christ christ is god's destiny christ is god's destiny and that god's destiny actually is the destiny of the entire universe so christ is in the is the destiny of the universe Christ is the destiny. That is why nothing will make meaning in this life outside Christ. I'm telling you. Nothing will make meaning outside Christ. Nothing will, will ever make... Many people want to have... You see, people have definitions for life. When you ask them what is life, what are we doing in this world? People have meanings. The worldly people will tell you, oh... After all, what is life? You have come to this earth, you know, you just you were born by a woman. You have to grow, you become a child. When you become a child, you go to school, you become a man, you get married, you, you get a job, you build a house, you get, you get cars and this and this, and you lay a legacy even for your children. And after that, you die and go. And to them, that is the purpose of life. The, the, the moment Christ is outside the thing, it is nothing, it is meaningless, it is worthless. That is not the meaning. That is not the meaning of life. 
That is why many Christians are still living lives like worldly people. Because they still have the perception of the world about life. You have missed it. You are not. I wanted to say something, but it will sound like an insult. You are. Okay, let me say it. No matter how you take it, you are not really a Christian. I'm telling you. And this is why some of you, I'm about to hit you with some things I'm, 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 I'm here to say. If all that you think that marriage is about is to give birth, your Christianity is shaking. So you only see married couples taking pictures around the pool or maybe at the beach and you see um, their baby boy, nice boy, they'll take him to the photo studio and they'll, they'll, they'll snap a nice picture of the guy and they'll post it when you see they say, oh my God, oh my God, marriage is beautiful. You think that is what marriage is about? Look at you. So if you are seeing marriage like that and a worldly person also sees marriage like that, what is the difference between both of you? What is the difference between both of you? There is something, a higher knowledge that you need to get about things. That is what makes you different from an unbeliever. I'm not saying you should not admire children. Oh, children are beautiful creatures, you know. The Bible says that children are the heritage of God. They are nice. They are beautiful people. You know, some of you, when you were young, when you, you were born as children, your pictures were beautiful than as you have grown. Because you see, I'm So, you know, <laughs> so you used, to be, you used to be nice when you were young. I remember I saw my picture when I was young. I said, My goodness, fine boy. Now come and look at my face. I had to say, uh, you know, about eradin yamene for. All right. So we need to understand some of these things. So if you wanted to give birth because you saw a nice baby, you are not a Christian yet. Oh. You have missed the purpose of um, birth, childbirth. That is why many young ladies, when they give birth, they think the children they have given birth to will not grow. <laughs> it is very funny. You think children will be children forever, so you can keep admiring them. Nanka, you. Surely they will grow. So there is a purpose for a child. Not the, the beauty and the handsomeness that you can only admire. So you have to, even if you are admiring a child, think of another higher knowledge. That is the destiny. I know I'm hitting something, Pastor. Some people cannot even talk. They cannot even type anything. But thanks be to God for that. The Bible even said, Woe unto you when all men love you. So if I sit and you say, ah, preach on, preach on. I don't like that one. I want the one that will hit you for you to be very quiet.
I like the how the place has become quiet. Wow, it means it is working. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we understood that in Christ, Christ is the original destiny of the universe. And everything that God has created has a role or an assignment to fulfill in that general destiny called Christ. So trees have an assignment to fulfill in the destiny called Christ. Stones have assignments to fulfill in the destiny called Christ. And so human beings have assignments to fulfill in the destiny called Christ. All this while there was a certain stone that God made. The stone was lying down somewhere. After many, many, many years, a prophet called Samuel took the stone and placed the stone somewhere and said, Ebenezer, that is how far the Lord has brought us. Ah, so all this while, the purpose of that stone was to speak of a dimension of God that God has brought us far, called Ebenezer. So that stone that was lying down somewhere, it could be that one day a certain child took the stone and threw it at another child or threw it at a dog. But when the hand of the prophet touched it, the prophet declared that this stone actually is a symbol of the fact that God is Ebenezer. He has brought us this far. So the stone revealed a dimension of God's faithfulness to bring his people from a place of obscurity to a realm of light. A stone, a stone. A stone was lying somewhere. David picked the stone. He threw it. It entered into the forehead of Goliath. He fell down and died. And the Bible said a great victory was given to the children of God, Israel. A stone, a stone. A stone brought victory to the people of God. And now Jesus will come and he will say, I am the living stone. I am the living stone. I am the rock. There is nothing in this world that is not manifesting Christ. Get that. Whether it is a dog, everything has a purpose to fulfill in Christ. There is nothing in this world that does not have a fulfillment in Christ. Whether it is a stone. So we were walking somewhere, there was a land. And the land, the sand on that land looks white. We didn't understand what it means in the ancient times. After a few years, a certain civilization hit some people. And the civilization was that that white sand they are seeing can be used to make something like a building. Then people started digging out that white sand. And they used it as that civilizations came. They used that white sand to mold blocks. And they used those blocks to build houses. And they used those blocks to build a temple for God. And when you enter into that temple, the presence of God can descend. So all this while, the sand that nobody knew, the glorious things that God had purposed for it. When we entered into the auditorium, we understood that without that sand, we couldn't have entered into a realm 
or we couldn't have entered into a confined vicinity where God's presence can descend. Listen, the fact that you don't know the assignment of a particular thing in fulfilling Christ does not mean it is worthless. The fact that you don't know the purpose of a particular thing in fulfilling Christ does not mean it is worthless. Are you all with me, please? Great, great, great. So now, everything has a purpose and a role and an assignment to play in fulfilling the great destiny of God, which is Christ. So now, the role of a stone, the role or the assignment that a stone is supposed to play in order to fulfill Christ is the destiny of the stone. So the role that me, I am supposed to play to fulfill that great destiny of Christ, that role, that assignment is my destiny. So we all are actually moving towards the fulfillment of one great destiny. And that great destiny is Christ. But we have different pathways that we all will pass through in order to fulfill that great destiny so i am fulfilling my part you are also fulfilling your part and yesterday i made a statement that there are people if a man is called to become this so the person's destiny is this there are two people that are standing at the back of that man so the moment he fails to fulfill his destiny that destiny he failed to fulfill can be given to either of the two people to fulfill that destiny that is why there are times that a prophet is prophesying and he told somebody your father was supposed to be a man of god but he couldn't so god said that the anointing that was supposed to help your father fulfill that assignment has come upon you at that point what god is trying to say is that he has called you to fulfill a double destiny it is possible good so when god calls you to fulfill an assignment it is a privilege don't think it is a right it is a privilege if you decide not to do it somebody will do it better than you that is why destiny must be grabbed it's not something we play with god doesn't joke with destiny because the all your god has given you to do is all to channel towards the fulfillment of him of his own destiny which is christ so you alone cannot mess up with God's great destiny. If you feel somebody will do it. That is why when God says you become a prophet and you start chasing after women, 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 oh, he will forget about you and somebody will do it. I'm telling you. Because this thing is about God's great destiny. And it is in that God's great destiny that we can receive our rewards. So God said, I have called you my son, Kwekunisra, as a prophet. And this prophetic thing is to help fulfill one great destiny called Christ. So if Kwekunisra 
plays his destiny and role and assignment very well, God will reward him by Christ. So Christ will say, because you help fulfill me as the destiny of God, receive this crown. But if you fail to do that, there is no crown for you. So, when a man fulfills his destiny, there is a reward waiting for him from God. There is a reward waiting for that man from God. If you decide not to do it, no problem. Mm, it is an examination. We are all supposed to study and write the examination. If you get 90% and above, you will be given a particular thing. If you decide not to study and you decide that you will not write the exam and pass well, okay. The only thing is that you will not get the reward. But somebody is burning the midnight candles. The person will get 96 and the reward will be given to the person. All right, great. So with this um, recap, let us move into what God has for us tonight. Tonight is going to be very, very awesome. I tell you, tonight is going to be very, very awesome. Get your notepads and your pens ready. You're going to write a lot of things down. So please get ready, get ready, get ready. Good. Yesterday, I made a statement that there are four places that a person's destiny is written four places that a person's destiny is written four places that a person's destiny is written the first one is the spirit of the person the spirit of the person the second one is the star of the person the star of the person the third one is the forehead of the person. The forehead of the person. And the last one is the palm of the person. The palm of the person. Now, follow me carefully. These things are actually in order. So you shouldn't, um, let me say, mix them. There's a reason why I'm saying it is in order. It is from the spirit realm perspective to the physical it is from the spirit realm perspective to the physical so the first dimension that a person's destiny is written from the spirit perspective to the physical the first one is very deep not all people can have access into that realm so it moves from the deepest to the shallow the deepest to the shallow so the first place that a person's destiny is written is his spirit. His spirit. And it is a deeper dimension. The devil does not have access to that. So follow me. The devil does not have access to that realm. 
the only being that has access to your spirit to decode and whatever is written in order from the deepest to the shallow carry the content of a person's destiny that is to tell you that what is in your spirit is much more deeper or let me see um in quantity it is more than what is in your star and what is in your star is more than what is on your forehead and what is on your forehead is more than what is in your palm are you getting the picture good so if somebody is decoding your destiny from your spirit he can tell you plenty things that somebody who is reading your star cannot see so get that that is how um these things open that's why i said you shouldn't mix them it is from the deepest to the shallow good so now let's pick the first one your spirit your spirit i made a statement that the devil does not have access to what is written in your can we know what is written in your spirit there and he can kill everybody within a twinkle of an eye <laughs> i'm telling you this is why god is so wise that is why god is so wise good so from your spirit the only being that has access to what is written in your spirit is god is god is god and god that has access to what is in your spirit can open up and give somebody a gift god who has access into your spirit and whatever is written in your spirit can give somebody a gift and that gift is the gift of the spirit that the person can use to decode what is in your spirit to you are you getting the point i'm making now good so what i'm actually trying to say is that if god can give somebody a gift by his holy spirit for the person to now decode what is inside your spirit then that person has also come to the realm where of god where both of them know what is hidden in your spirit so now god knows what is in your spirit and the man that has a certain gift called the gift of discerning of spirits the gift of discerning of spirits 
the gift of discerning of spirits so once the person has that gift he can discern your spirit and tell you what is inside your spirit follow me pa. I'm, I'm just breaking things down so that you can understand no somebody should read first corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 first corinthians chapter 2 verse 11 First Corinthians chapter 2, verse Okay, I want somebody I want somebody to get the easy English version. That one will break it down, simple for you to understand. Easy English. Okay, the amplified version says, For what person knows the thoughts and motives of a man, except the man's spirit within him? So also no one knows the thoughts of God, except the spirit of God. So what is this scripture trying to say? Easy English says, good. Easy English says, only a person's own spirit can know everything that is in the thoughts. Oh my God. Only a person's own spirit can know everything that is in his thoughts. And it is the same with God. Only God's spirit knows everything that is in God's thoughts. <laughs> This one makes it so simple. And let me just hit on the dimension of the thoughts for you to understand. So that you will not only think that the thought is actually speaking of something small. Because the Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your thoughts are actually you. Your thoughts are you. You are your thoughts. You are what you think. So what is this scripture trying to say? It is only your spirit that knows what is inside you. It is only your spirit that knows you. So the one of God said, no one knows what is in a man except the spirit of that man. And no one knows what is even God. No one knows what is in God except the spirit of God. So until the spirit reveals to us about God, we don't know God. Until the Holy Ghost reveals things to us about God, we don't know him from anywhere. Some of us, when we were born, Jesus had died and gone a long time. But we have believed. What did we believe? It was the avenue, it was the working of the Holy Spirit that we even believed in somebody we did not come to meet. Somebody we have never seen. 
we came and we heard Jesus, 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 Jesus. And all of a sudden, something was pushing us to believe in this Jesus. Sometimes when we go to church and there is worship, we can just be worshiping somebody we have not seen. And it looks like we are so fulfilled. Some of us can even cry. We can roll on the ground. So somebody will come to you and say, Ah, why are you rolling on the ground? Who are you rolling on the ground for? Then you say, Oh, God, do He said, God, where is God? He said, I don't know. I've not seen him. Ah, you've not seen him. And you're rolling on the ground. Are you normal? That is when you have to understand that this time around, it is not human reasoning and human wisdom again. A spirit of that God you are ruling for is now causing all these things in you. Without the Holy Ghost, we are rigid without God. We are just walking about nonsense people like that without God. <laughs> without the Holy Spirit. So the Bible said, nobody knows what is inside God. In fact, you don't know God. That is why when atheists are speaking, don't worry about them. They don't, they don't know God because the Holy Ghost, the world does not know Him. That is what the Bible said. He's the only person that can bring the knowledge of God to us. The world does not know Him. As long as they don't know Him, they will say there is no God. But here comes David that was inspired by God. And he said, it is a fool that says in his heart, there is no God. This is to say, if there is God, then it is the spirit of God that is causing you to believe that there is God. So any man without the spirit of God is a fool. I'm not the one saying it, it is scriptural. And some of you, you are Christians with the Holy Ghost inside you. And you are friends with people who don't have the Holy Ghost. You are friends with people who... who, who friends who friends with people who say there is no God. You are the person that that scripture goes for in the book of Proverbs. That he that works with the fool is foolish. That scripture is for you. Go and look for it. And pray about it. I'm not saying once a person says that there is no God, hate the person. This is not this is not the matter of hate hatred. No, it is one thing to love somebody and another thing to make the person your friend. It's not the same. It is one thing to love somebody. Let me tell you, do you know that God loves all of us? Do you know? God loves everybody. Mm, John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So God loves everybody. But God will never call everybody his friend. Because for God to say you are my friend, when we're talking about understanding spiritual maturity, 
I made us to understand that the highest peak, the highest level of relationship a human being can get with God is, that, is for the human being to become the friend of God. It is high. You don't just go about and be singing songs. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. He calls me friend. It is not a song, it is a relationship. Many people are saying, I am a friend of God, but that is not what God is saying about them. I'm telling you. That is not what God is saying about them. And you know, the word of God says that what God says about a man is much more important. What you say about yourself does not matter. It is only what God says about you. <laughs> I love this scripture. I wish I could get that scripture. Says that what a man says about himself does not matter, but what God says about the man. So you can stand in front of everybody and say, Oh, God is my friend, God is my friend. It doesn't matter. Is God saying that you are his friend? It is like Job was on the earth, he was not bragging plenty, he was not saying anything. Satan went to heaven and God was talking to Satan about Job. Say, Have you considered my servant Job? He's a good man. He's a man that hates sin. He's a good man in all the people on the earth. He's upright. He's this. Hey, Job was not even aware that God was saying these things about him. But God was saying it about him to the devil himself. So what is God saying about you? Do you know? So Paul said, it is good to know God. But it is better if God knows you. So a time came when Jesus breathed on the disciples, they went out to cast out demons and heal the sick, raise the dead. When they came back to Jesus, they were very happy. They were like, Master, today there was awesome. All the demons were bowing down to us. When we say out, they, they leave. And Jesus said, don't be too happy that demons are bowing down to you, but be, rejoice and be happy because your names are registered in heaven not that they are going to heaven when they die that is not the meaning say rejoice that your names are registered in heaven it means there is a rank <laughs> that god has registered the names of these people a rank in heaven so you cannot go to heaven right now and sit at where paul is sitting it is a lie it is a lie it is a rank you cannot go to heaven and sit at where Adam, um, where Abraham is. Not at all. Not at all. God called Abraham my friend. My friend Abraham. 
my friend Abraham. Hey. And when you go to, I'm, I'm about to say this, when you go to, uh, there is a place in God called paradise. How many of us have heard of paradise? Good. There is a place in God called And when you go to paradise, there is a certain place in paradise called Abraham's bosom. Many of you have heard of Abraham's bosom in scriptures, but you don't know what it means. And you don't know where it is. I'm telling you today. Abraham's bosom is in paradise. It is the best place that any man can be in paradise. That is to tell you, even in paradise, there are ranks. So the young guy that was dying on the cross with Jesus, that he said, when you go to your father's kingdom, remember me. And Jesus said, today, you shall be with me in paradise. He was not going straight to Abraham's bosom. Not at all. But he ended up in paradise. Abraham, so a man could walk with God to a point where his bosom became a place in God's city. I know the disciples they have walked with God to the extent that the Bible said there is a new building, a new city called the, the New Jerusalem that will come out of heaven. And this new New Jerusalem, the Bible says that new, this new Jerusalem has 12 pillars. And all those 12 pillars, and you know, a pillar is what keeps a building strong to its foundation. So what actually is keeping the new foundation strong to its foundation? The Bible said these pillars, the, the names of the 12 apostles were inscribed on them. It is a city that we all who have believed in the Lord Jesus will enter the new Jer Jerusalem. It's called the beloved city. But this beloved city, this new Jerusalem, the 12 pillars have the 12 names of the apostles inscribed on them. Why is it that it's not your name? Why didn't they write Pastor Matthew, Ark Prophet Bishop? <laughs> These were men that understood that the work of the ministry is not to amass things unto ourselves, but the work of the ministry is to die for the world. These are followers of Christ. So look at all these people. Look at how they died. It was only John, the revelator, the one that wrote the book of Revelations, that died a normal death. And he died that normal death because God wanted to bring out a deep revelation for the entire earth through that man, which is the book of Revelation. And if that thing had not yet happened, there was no way he was going to die. But the rest... Some of them were crucified. Some of them were beheaded. But still, some of them were burnt alive. But still, whilst they were being burnt, they were proclaiming the goodness of God. Lord, you are great. Oh, people, hearken to the voice of God. When they were in the fire, they were still preaching the gospel. Right now, you were praying to God for marriage. The young guy broke your heart, so you will not serve God again. Look at where you are. You, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Are you a Christian? 
are you a Christian? And you think you can go to heaven and say that where Paul is seated? Shame on you. Shame on you. What do life when you have relationship, marriage? Your whole life is around traveling. So the prophet said you would travel. You couldn't travel. So look at you. Shame on you. You don't understand destiny. That is why you are like that. I don't know your. The, you have built your entire life around breakthroughs. I'm not saying breakthroughs are bad. But that does not mean that if you don't travel, if you don't get a car, if you don't marry, it does not mean God is not good.、Oh. Hey, God is good all the time. Whether you lack or you have, God is good. Master. And if you only see the goodness of God, only when you have money, you are a child. You, you are a child. God cannot use you for proper things. I'm telling you, when God is looking for men that can stand for his kingdom, he's looking for men that can sacrifice. Not you that you were in a car, the car had an accident, you, you sustained certain injuries, and he said, God did not save me, so I won't save God again. You were praying that your mother should leave. And your mother died. You said, God has disappointed me. I will not serve God again. Look at you. If you won't serve, go. We will, we, we, we will serve. If you won't serve, go. You think you are serving God for God? You are serving God for yourself. It is a privilege to serve God. Now that now, it didn't seem good. Pastors will not tell you these things, I'm telling you. Listen, Cher, we are the same people that go through us is giving people marriages. We are the same people that God is using us to open traveling doors for people. We are the same people that God is using us to impart spiritual gifts into others. But we are not shifting your focus on the material things. We are not shifting your focus on traveling only, as if traveling is God. What is that? We want you to know that there is the person that made the traveling happen. He is the one you are supposed to lay your whole trust upon, not the traveling. Traveling is God's purpose. It is good. But there's something bigger than traveling. In fact, you travel to fulfill an assignment. So if you drop the assignment and you are focusing on the traveling, you are going nowhere. It's like your mother called you and said, Come, come, go to、um, Auntie Sissy. All of a sudden, you started running. Where are you going? I'm going to Auntie Sissy. So when you go to Auntie Sissy, what are you going to do? You have forgotten what God is saying. You are running towards just because you know where God says you should go. You are really running to the place without knowing what you are going to do there. So God said you will travel. Yeah, there's a door in US that is about to open for you. Quickly, now you want to do connection and go to US. What are you going to do? You think God will say you travel for fun? That you go there, you take pictures with iPhone and post on WhatsApp status. Today says, What would that traveling do to God? Let's think of purpose and destiny. When God says your marriage is glorious, it is not for you to feel good. It is not for you to feel so good. Do feel good and I then. It is for God's purpose that is giving you that marriage. Now, if it is only for you to feel good, the devil will not even waste his time fighting. I'm telling you. The devil, you, know, you see the way sometimes、eh, you getting a job crack after school to get some small money to take care of yourself and your family. You know? 
the devil is attacking it. So, why is the devil attacking that job now? Why? Because the devil knows once you get the job and you start receiving salary, at least a man must seminar now first with the tree sleeping with men in order to get money, you, know, you will stop. And once you stop, your heart will be getting close to God. And what God said you will become, which is the prophet or the prophetess, you will now start becoming it. You will now start focusing on that. So the devil will hijack the job right there so that your focus will start going to men again. And then he will start destroying your destiny. So you don't understand why God said you get a job and you think that job is for you to feel good. It is for a certain purpose. That purpose is what the devil has seen, and that is why he's fighting. So if you, you don't know the purpose of that job, you would think it is just for fun. And the devil will keep hitting the people of God. Let's understand some of these things, O people of God. A lot of men are proposing. Some of them are bringing money. This, this. You know you don't have money. Some of you have been pushed to the extent of sleeping with men for money. All because you don't have a job. And you think it is just the job that you don't have? Sleeping with the people is the avenue that the devil will use to destroy your destiny. So the focus of the devil is not about you not getting the job. It is about you. It's about the fact that he wants you to destroy your own destiny through fornication. And you too, you don't know because you, your entire focus is on the money that you will get. So you are trading your destiny for hundred cities, hundred cities that will not last for one day. You are trading a destiny that God invested so much in it for hundred cities. Listen, these are men that walked with God. And they said, God, whether you cut off my head or my leg, me, many of us, I will follow you, I will follow you. Can you say that? One, just one day, all the things that Job had, just one day, 27 houses, all of them got bent. Just one day. 300,000 sheep, all of them died. 200,000 cattle, all of them died. His 10 children, all of them died. Everything that Job had, in one day, everything got out of his hand. As if that was not all. You could crash, I say, crash here to two. Hey! And the Bible said, when all those things happened, Job torn his claws. And he bowed down and worshipped the Lord. Hey, what kind of man is this? That he, everything he has is gone. And still he, he, he bowed down and said, You are the greatest God of the universe. There is none that can be compared unto you. Great is the Lord, Almighty Jehovah. What kind of man? Because many of you, your happiness actually is hinged on money. Your happiness is hinged on a man that has said he will marry you. Your happiness is hinged on somebody that has promised to let you come and stay in the U.S. So once you miss all those things, it looks you are not happy. It looks like you are not happy again. 
And when you are not happy, you think you cannot worship God and serve God well. Look at you. Ike Magigo, God bless you. People of God, let us not build our trust and our entire destiny on material things. Please, please. As of only being cast and same, same way being chill. And because of that, many people in prophetic churches have become materialistic. Many people in prophetic churches. Because most of the time, what the prophet is talking about is breakthrough. Yes, we all speak breakthrough. But we understand the purpose of that breakthrough. That is why we are telling you this. It will be too quiet for you to go and feel relaxed. If that traveling doesn't have anything that will give glorify God. So that is the point I'm telling you. So that when you hear that you travel, you have to go to God and say, God, why do you want me to travel? Then God will now tell you, I want you to travel because... I want you to be somebody that will take care of orphans. But the Ghana where you are right now, so go to the United States of America. Go and work. Get the money and start taking care of orphans. Come and build an orphanage home and train these orphans in God. Because when the devil gets children who have lost their parents, he can push thoughts into their minds that so they will start hating God. So many orphans have become unrobbers, prostitutes, destroying God and the people of God. But if a man, at a very tender age, so you can take care of orphans, and bring them to the knowledge of Christ so that they can start growing in the things of God. But you, when they told you to travel, ah, now you started imagining Gucci, Gucci belt. You started imagining yourself in a certain Range Rover. You started imagining gold watch. So the money that God gave you to take care of orphans, you have used all those money for Rolex. God bless you. You dear gold. Rolex watch. You have used the money. Some people can even buy one Rolex watch at, for $30,000. Rolex watch. Watch. $30,000. I'm not saying if you have money, you cannot buy it. No, that's not what I'm saying. No. Uh, my dear, there is something much more important than some of these things. I'm telling you. So understand the purpose. Why God said, ah, you, you are going to be a very rich man. It is not for you to be getting money and be, you know, be throwing the money around here and there. For people to know you buy nice cars, you are in the car. For people to know, Charlie, no, 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 no. There is a purpose for that prophetic word. And that, that is where your destiny is actually hidden. It is hidden in the purpose. So there are many people walking actually around the path of destiny. But they are not really in the path. Because what God said they will become. They are moving around it. They are not doing what God said they should do. 
All right, let me move straight to. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm talking plenty. So no one knows what is in your spirit except the spirit. No one, no one knows what is in a man except the spirit of the man. So if I want to know what is inside Kemi or God's precious jewel, it is the spirit in God's precious jewel that knows whatever is in her. So I have the Holy Spirit inside me. And the Holy Spirit has a gift called the gift of descending of spirits. And once that gift mingles with my spirit, the gift of the Holy Ghost can connect my spirit to God's precious jewel's spirit. And the moment my spirit is connected to her spirit, it, because it is her spirit that knows everything about her, I'll begin to pick whatever is in her from her spirit. That is when I can pick her name. That is when I can pick where she lives. That is when I can know where she she is about to get to. That is when I can pick what God has written concerning her life that she will become this and this and this in the future. You get that point? And that gift is only given to people who have the Holy Ghost, the prophets. So apart from God and his prophets, nobody has access into a man's spirit. But as for the stars, the forehead and the palm, anybody else can get access to that. But still, when it comes to the stars, not all people can even get access to that. So let's understand that. So as you are here, there is a spirit in you. And that spirit carries the blueprint of your destiny. Once I decode your spirit, I can tell you everything that God purposed you to become. Whether you know it or not, I can tell you about that. And by that, I can pick the intents of your, of your heart and your thoughts. We were all here and somebody um, were doing one word from the Lord. And all of a sudden, I decoded somebody's spirit and I saw that at that present time, the person was... Um, oh, I did go on the brother there. Please don't laugh. If you laugh, you are laughing at God's prophet. And God! The person, the person was, was driving Banku. You know, I said, my driving. I think it is driving. Is it staring? Hey, are you sure? Me, what I know is driving. <laughs> somebody, somebody said Banku taxi. <laughs> oh, yes. So, you see, 
The person, I don't know, the person actually might. Where I am, I'm in Cape Coast in my room. And somebody was somewhere else. Staring and driving Banco Macabum. You know, we have an answer. The Yimubako. So the question is, how did I know? That's what we are talking about. Please, okay, it's okay, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Staring and driving in a fancy hair. How did I know? We hear some other time one word from the Lord, and the Lord took my spirit to somebody's shop. The person was joined with was with us on Port B, and I saw that the person was in the shop. I entered the shop. And I said, have you seen that um, fridge on your right? The person said, yes. I said, open it. The person opened it physically. When the person opened it, I said, have you seen that camel? The person said, yes. How many of us were here at that time? Yeah. And I said, take the malt and drink. And she took it and she drank. And she was free. She was sick. She, be, she was free. So the, the question is, how did I know? We were here that we were playing um, some praise songs and people, you know, I just saw somebody say, ah, I like the way you are nodding your head. The person said, hey, it's true, that is exactly what I'm doing. So how did I know? I'm actually trying to let you know something. That when it comes to the spirit, there is, there, there is nothing hidden. Once your spirit is decoded through the gift of descending of spirits, my dear, the dambalis you rode with Kwame Joseph on the bed, it will be known. You can't hide anything. I remember some time ago, I was praying for my sons. When I mention your name, I pray for you. When I mention your name, I pray for you. When I mentioned one of my son's name and I was praying for him, the, the Lord opened my eyes and I saw what he was doing at that very time. I said, Jesus. I called him, sir. He didn't pick. The next morning, no, he went to talk to my beloved and said, please, I know daddy has caught me. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so when God decides to open up things that are in your spirit to his manservant, my dear, you cannot hide anything. I'm telling you.
So please, let's get that. Now, let's move to the next dimension. Please, at this point, get your notepads and your pens ready. We are about to delve very deep. Very, very, very deep. So follow me. So now we have handled the matter of the spirit. So your destiny is written in your spirit. And the second dimension where your destiny is written is in your star. In your star. In your star. In your star. Matthew chapter 2. Matthew chapter 2. Verse 1. Downwards. Now the word of God said. Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. In the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? <laughs> For we have seen his star in the east, and we have come to worship him. Mm. When the people came to Jerusalem, they said, where is he? So they first got to know that somebody has been born, the first one. The second thing is, they realized that the person that was born was a he, that is a male child. The third one, they also realized that the person that was born would be a king. And the fourth one, they realized that the person that was born was going to be a king of the Jews. So they decoded four things. How? They said, because we saw, we saw, sorry, we saw his star from the east. Hmm. This is to see. Anytime a person is born, the person has a star that appears. We are going to delve very deep into the matters of the stars. So please, get yourself ready. The moment a person is born, a star appears in the sky so every human being on the surface of the earth has a star what is the purpose of this star let us go into the scriptures Genesis chapter 1 verse 14 Genesis chapter 1 verse 14 The Bible said, and God said, let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. 
let there be light in the firmament of the heaven to divide from the night and let them be for signs to, di- to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and for years follow me carefully now this light when you hear firmament the firmament actually means the sky the sky that we see do you know that when it is night time the sky becomes darkened and the stars appear do you know that good and the bible said these stars they are lesser lights that god made to divide the day from the night to divide the day from the night that is why in the daytime you will not see stars but in the night times that is when you see the stars so why is it that it is only in the night times that we see the stars everybody that was born on this earth conception takes place in the night follow me carefully what do i mean by conception when your father mates with your mother the spermatozoa the sperm cells from your father fuses together with the ovaries from your mother and when they fuse together then they move to a certain place in the womb and they hide and the moment they hide in the womb it is called conception that very act no matter the day and the time you had that sexual intimacy whether it was the daytime or it was in the afternoon conception only takes place at night follow me you are about to understand some deeper things about stars it will get you shocked so job said something job said something i need to propose why is why is that please are you talking about why conception only takes place in the night It is because conception has a great link with star and that is what i'm about to explain conception has a great link with star and stars are only seen in the night stars are only seen in the night so there are people known as stargazers they can gaze into your star and see what you are going to become so these people that came from the east to jerusalem to say that we saw the star of jesus christ they saw that star in the night if you like study the scripture very well they saw the star in the night so let's read something from the book of job job chapter 3 job chapter 3 verse 2 downwards job chapter 3 verse 2 downwards
Job chapter 3, verse 2 downwards. The word of God said, And Job spoke and said, Let the day perish wherein I was born, and let the night in which it was said, There is a man child conceived. Look at what Job is saying, you know. He said, The day that I was born, let it perish, and the night that it was said, A man. A man child has been conceived that means that anytime a child is conceived there is an announcement that somebody has been conceived and that announcement takes place in the night and the question is who are the people that make that announcement <clears throat> who are those people and who do they make that announcement to so Conception takes place in the night. And listen to what he said further. Verse 4, he said, Let that day be darkness. Let not God regard it from above. Neither let the light shine upon it. Verse 5, he said, Let darkness and the shadow of death stain, stain it. And let a cloud dwell upon it. Let the blackness of the day terrify it. Verse 6, he said, as for that night, which night? So when you hear night, what is he talking about here? When you hear Job's in night, what is he talking about? Oh, I've just said it here. Conception time. God bless you, Becklin. God bless you. You are following. Powerful. He said, as for that night... Let the darkness seize upon it. Let it not be joined unto the days of the year. Let it not come into the number of the months. Verse 7, he said, Lo, let that night be solitary. Let no joyful voice come therein. Verse 8, let them curse it that cursed the day. Who are ready to raise up their morning? Verse 9, listen to this. He said, let the stars of the twilight let the stars of the twilight thereof be dark. Let it look for light, but have none. Neither let it see the dawning of the day. Verse 10 he said, Because, why is he cursing the star? He said, Because it shut not up the womb of my mother. He said, It shut not up the doors of my mother's womb. No. Hate sorrow from my eyes. So now, yesterday we understood something about the womb of a woman. We understood some things about the womb of a woman. And look at what Job is telling us here right now. He said, the stars, they have the ability to shut the doors of the womb of women. So, womb actually has doors. Womb. Or baby, our dear, our About 10 doors. That is why when a woman is going to give birth, they say there must be an opening. There must be 10 openings before the child can come. These are doors. And all those doors are very spiritual. We are not going into the doors of the womb. 
But what I'm trying to let us know is that Job was saying that the stars of the twilight, that twilight is actually talking about the night times where conception took place. He's saying, the stars did not shut up the doors of my mother's womb. So there is a connection. He said that night where it was said, a man child has been conceived. So conception takes place in the night. And in the night time, that is where the stars of the twilight are present. So the moment a person is conceived, pa, a star appears gradually from the realms of the dark places in the sky. And as the child is growing in the mother's womb, even towards the nine months of birth, the star begins to appear in its brightness. The very day that the star, the very day that the child is born, pa, the star will shoot. So there is something called a shooting star. And sometimes it can happen in the day. But conception only takes place in the night. But giving birth takes place at any time. So haven't you seen that sometimes when you look in the sky, you can see something moving in the sky. Ah, it, we call it a shooting star. And it will be drawing something in the sky. Good. Most of the times, it is a sign that somebody has been born. Understand, there is a difference between conception and birth. Conception is only when the the sperm and the ovaries have fused together and they have now entered into the womb for maturity to take place but birth is when the the fetus has now matured and has now come out of the woman's womb so there are two dimensions of how the stars of a child the star of a child operates the first one in conception it appears to be little coming out of the darkness of the sky that takes place in the night but when it comes to birth, it moves. Are you getting the point I'm making? Good. And that star actually stands for the destiny of the child that has been born. Most of the things that are in the person's destiny can be decoded in that star. So prophetically, a man can also be symbolized in the realm of the spirit as a star. That is why some people like Shatawale and all those people, we call them stars. Many of you don't understand. Are you getting the picture here? good so let's 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 get this so i remember sometime i was prophesying to one young guy and all of a sudden i saw a star in the sky moved straight forward from the sky and hit the ground bah! and all of a sudden i heard a name in my spirit and the lord told me pray for that person that you have heard his name. So I asked the young man, who is this? And he said, my father. 
and the Lord said to tell the guy that we should pray for the man because the man is about to die. The, the realm or the place of stars are in the sky. Once you see a star falling down, it means that somebody is about to die. So why didn't God show me that this is a man and he's about to die? But God showed me a star that has fallen down. This is to tell you how the, in the spirit realm, certain things can be coded and symbolized. So if you don't understand and you see these things, you might think it doesn't have meaning. But they have true meanings in the spirit. So get that. Mama wa po ende. Alright. Good. So now, once the star appears in the sky, the star actually is speaking of the destiny of the person. So somebody can look into your star and know that, oh, okay, you have been born today. Because when you are born, your star will shoot. So the moment somebody sees a shooting star, the person, if a, the person gains access into the star he can know that okay this is the day that this star was shot it means that the person the person has been born today and he can look further into the star and even tell tell the person the day he will die <laughs> it can even go further you can tell the person the, the day he will die, how he will die, what will kill the person, whether it is a natural death or anything. It can go deep, but not as deeper as what is in a man's spirit. Did we get that? Great, great, great. So listen, as you are here, the day you were born, your star appeared in the sky. So the question is, who saw your star? That is why eh, the devil has actually assigned certain midwives in hospitals that they can quickly see what is in the star of a young child that has been born. They can change things. Some midwives are demonic and witches. That is why me, when my wife is going to give birth, I will be there. I will stand there. If you're a midwife and you fool, can kill you there. That, you, you. So, young men, Standing close to your wife when she is delivering is not only romantic, it is a spiritual exercise. If you understand the matter of stars, you will know. It is not only a romantic thing that, oh, ah, this man is romantic, or he was with his wife sir, all throughout Masa Masa. We are not talking about romance here. We are talking about higher understanding about destiny and matters of the stars.
All right. So a lady can throw a whole godly person away because he is not romantic. Look at you. You don't understand destiny. And when you ask her the definition of romantic, she wants the guy to, you know, pro- to come and propose to her with brass band, with people who are playing saxophone. And the guy will come and kneel down on one of his his knees and say, "Baby, you know I cannot live without you. The only thing you cannot live without is God, food, and oxygen." She said, sometimes I don't understand some men too. Attributes of God, they are giving it to a woman. I'm not saying don't admire a lady, don't admire your wife. You know, hey, admire her. Baby, you are beautiful. Among all women, you are the only chosen one that I love. You are this. Yes, say some of those kind of words, you understand. And please say it to your wife only, not to somebody who have not paid her bride price. It is a waste of time. You go, oh, can you as I could can the same things watch Joyce Lane? As I could come in to watch Emanuela. In this one, I would add that. Say it to your wife only. And some of you guys, you don't know how to pamper your wives. There is something a woman can do for a man when the man appreciates the little that she does. I'm telling you. Sometimes when your woman is the only one unbraiding her hair, and you, if you are free, kindly sit sit down by her. Monsanitary, you know. Otherwise, you're hunting, hunting, barry. You pass out just saying, "Oh, now bema, bema, umu awere manin sanitary." That one to a man. Sit down, son, in the tree, you need to be Hey, baby, you know, I say, I'm going to When will you go and wash? Okay. Son, you can go and pay for her washing of hair at the saloon for two months. There'll be a corner where I say, Oh, your husband has already paid. Both of Oh, honey, this is awesome. God bless you. God bless you. She can also go and pay for something. You want pa Uzundu our cotton? Yes, oh, you're to the other Is this not awesome? I'm the you can't even stay with one woman. She, she, she. Let's talk about stars. Uh. Let's talk about stars. So good. As you are here, you have a star. And the, that star manifested in its full brightness when you were born. So let me tell you, you, you might not even know what is in your star. Some of you, you have a star. 
you have just been hearing some of these things in songs. On Soma Bepwe, Ama Uhuatom, On Soma Bepwe, On Soma Bepwe, Ama. This one is 1873 song. Some of you were not yet born. You have heard some of these things in songs. One day my star will shine. You, one day my star will shine. You, that's all you know. And you don't understand the tangibility of some of these things. They are very real. Some of you just thought that oh, these things are actually symbols that everybody has a, a star. It's a symbol that you you will prosper in life. Who told you that? It is not a symbol. It is a reality. It is a reality. Somebody can gain access. Unti bi daun. See yesi o yewu akrayana ni na na se sani shebre dema ubi. Have you heard those kind of things before? don't know this one we don't just give birth anyhow listen to this carefully we don't just give birth it is good some of you are understanding some of these things before you, you give birth a year pass or better sanema we are saying because it will give you an upper hand when your wife is going to give birth you are there where they can't bombire into the star of your child you cover it from the eyes of witchcraft no witch can see it when you are you stand in this in the realm of the spirit as a priest of the house and you pray for the child because whilst their wives were pregnant instead of them to assume the priestly assignment they were sleeping with other women and your wife is pregnant what is wrong with some men In fact, your work as the priest of the house becomes very serious and tangible when your wife gets pregnant. Hey, you can communicate with the guardian angel of your child before your child is even born. And some women who are pregnant are too spiritual. They can see their children cry before they give birth. I'm telling you, sometimes in dreams, they can meet their children and talk to them. Two months of pregnancy, pe. They are highly spiritual. So you need to understand some of these things. Alright. So understanding that everybody has a star. And that star is Let's, as we read from Genesis chapter 1 verse 14, the word of God said, these stars have four main assignments. The stars that are in the sky, they have four main assignments. The stars that are in the sky, they have four main assignments. One, they are supposed to be for signs. Signs. Two, they are supposed to be for seasons. Three, they are supposed to be for days. And four, they are supposed to be for years. Do you know? Let's pick it from the years. Do you know 
that when if you were born on the 15th of June and next year 15th June comes, do you know that it is called your birthday? Good. And when you hit that your birthday, there are some things that do happen that look similar like what happened when you were born. That thing, one of the first things is that when you were born, your guardian angel came with you. Your guardian angel came with you. So at every birthday, your guardian angel is closer to you than any of the days. And on every birthday, it is easy to work on your star. Follow me carefully. There is so much grace on every birthday to work on your star. That is why most of the times, eh, some of the prayers that really have serious impact on your destiny is the prayers you pray on the day you were born, as in the days of the week, whether Tuesday, Wednesday. When you pray on that day, they have great impact on your destiny. Some of you don't even know this one. And it will go on every day. The person will fast and pray. You can't attack that person anyhow like that. I'm teaching you something. Write it down and start practicing. Because the Bible said these stars, they are for days also. They are for days. They are for days. So every day, which is a Wednesday that you were born, so Wednesday you do pet star or star no a year a particular kind of work. And if you are able to launch into that star to pray very well on that day in fasting, a lot of things can turn around for your good. So don't take these days for granted. The day you were born, that is in any of the days of the week, and your date of birth. It is not the time to be parting. Oh, champagne. We are going here. You are not spiritual, you. You are you are carnal. You are you don't understand destiny. It is not the time to be going to McDonald's. It's not the time to be going to the club. Such an unspiritual person like yourself. You tell people these things they don't understand. I'm telling you, if there should be any day that you cry unto God, that have mercy on me, that God can quickly descend and work it for you. It is your date of birth. I'm telling you. I'm telling you the truth. Oh, you see, I'm not saying that when it's your is your um, date of birth, maybe you don't don't maybe get a kick 
don't oh, oh i'm just going to um sit here i'm going to eat this i'm not saying you shouldn't do that but there's something much more better than that that thing will just last ah cake now would you know i remember three days where would the cake be oh where would the cake be first of all the first of all Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Ah, no, no, no. Yane, God bless you, Jackie. <laughs> I love that one. I love that one. <laughs> the cake will be in the yane. You don't understand yane. Go and ask your grandfather. So does that mean that all your date of birth yeah yeah me release my own and the ultimate year yeah and they say you ate cake and went to your name to release it you have wasted it you have wasted that day i'm telling you there is something that you can do that can rest with you forever on your birthday and that is what your focus should be on And let me tell you something. Until you align to destiny, then I may say, until you start walking in it, you are not living life according to God. I'm telling you. This is why God, your life only starts when you get born again. If you are not born again, you have not lived life according to God. According to the books of the heavens, you are just existing. You are not living. I'm telling you, if you are not walking in your destiny through being born again, born again is the first step to start walking into your destiny. And I keep, I said this yesterday. Your destiny is not becoming a medical doctor. Your destiny is not becoming. A doctor of pharmacy. Your destiny is not becoming a medical laboratory science scientist. Your destiny is not becoming a, a bank manager. That is not destiny. That is a career. It is only it is human beings that sit down to plan that one. It is not God. That is not destiny. It is career. And I know people that their careers actually took them outside out of destiny. I'm telling you. Their own career, it took them out of destiny. So God can call somebody out of his career and bring him to destiny. Everybody will insult the man. Ah, obi aye medical doctor pa na wajai zewo kote ya sorry. Edi ene hawaju ni nyekrau. Ah, uniminyanza krau abrabo. But that that is what people will say. But that is destiny. They will not depend here. Because the only thing people can clap for is what see Bishop Dagwood Mills was a medical doctor, and God said, "Come, come and do my work." He had to quit what he was doing, and he, he did God's work. 
Reverend Eastwood Anaba was a pharmacist. He said he took his certificate, he placed it in the WC and flashed it. Hey! What kind of. That when, when you find destiny, career does not matter. I'm telling you the truth. Because there are certain careers, eh? The devil can polish them. And they are the things that the devil will use to take you out of destiny. And you can be a great medical doctor for people to clap for you throughout your life. But you will die and there is nothing in front of your name in heaven. You never lived a life. You never lived a life. I'm telling you, I'm not saying being a medical doctor is bad. No. No. But it is a career. Go and ask Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The guy called Mark, the guy called Mark that we read his, his book in the Bible. Mark was a medical doctor. He was a physician. Jesus was passing by the hospital. He saw Mark. He said, Mark, follow me. Hey! So Mark had to leave all that he was doing. And he followed Jesus. That is destiny. Hmm. How many of us can do that? The insults that will come from your mother alone to Grano, you can put God's own destiny aside and listen to what your mother will say. Say, hey, princess, what is wrong with you? Who died doctor of pharmacy? Akotia, sorry. Princess, are you okay? Are you normal? If you do that, you are not my daughter again. This, 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 this. Hey, you share my phone Princess, princess, was it the one Princess. <laughs> All right, our time is fast spent, but I want to I want to say some things before we 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 end for today's session. Somebody said, "I know a guy in Moro Market. He got the doctorate certificate for his mother and went to do the work of God. Simple." Mama also opens a mere doctor, my certificate in the So, why would the work would the work call a lecture or a college? You see, people don't understand. I'm telling you, that is why when Jesus came, he said, I have come to bring separation between mothers and their children. How many of us remember that scripture? It is not that Jesus was saying that the, the sons should rise against their mothers and the mothers, no. But what he was trying to say was that destiny is greater than what your mother has written down for you to do. It does not mean that you are a disrespect to your parents. 
But anything your parents tell you that are not in the line of God's destiny for your life is Babel. It can destroy your life. In as much as we are supposed to obey our parents, the Bible says, Children, obey your parents where? In the Lord. Not outside the Lord. Obey your parents in the Lord. So, obeying our parents is according to in the Lord. That is to say, whatever they tell you, if it is in the Lord concerning your life, then obey. If it is not, follow what is in the Lord and drop thy arm. Good. All right. Let's move on. Please get ready. We are about to launch deep. So, right now, your star has appeared. You have been born. Your star has appeared. And your star is saying a lot of things about your life. Your star is saying a lot of things about your life. In the book of Matthew, chapter 2, verse 1 downwards, the Bible said, When these wise men from the east came, they said they had seen the star of Jesus appeared in the sky at one night. When they were with their sheep in the wilderness and the moment they saw the star they realized that somebody has been born second they realized that the person that has been born is a male third they realized that that male that has been born will be a king and fourth they realized that he will be a king to the jews so they discovered four things from the star of jesus when they have no they don't even know where jesus was born yet where they were was very far from where Jesus was. Jesus' parents did not know them, but they discovered that. That is to say, somebody can be somewhere else and look into your destiny from your star. And if the person is a good person, the person can help you fulfill that destiny. But if the person is an evil person, he can try to destroy your destiny. So if you are not strong spiritually, your destiny can be destroyed by a wicked personality through the choking of your star now we are about to delve deep follow me let's go when you look into the sky there are a lot of stars in the sky when you look into the sky there are a lot of stars in the sky now all these stars that are in the sky they are not small small things as we see them they are big and these stars there are those that are far away from the earth and there are those that are close to the earth follow me i don't want anybody to miss this do you remember that the bible said the stars has four assignments. The first one, they are for signs. Second, they are for seasons. Third, they are for days. And fourth, they are for years. Do you know that? Good. So now, these stars, all the stars we see in the sky, there are some of the stars that can come close together. They can come together to form a particular shape. They can come together to form a particular shape. 
And when they form that sheep, they will get a name for that particular sheep. Understand? Every star has its name. Every star has its name. So all the zillion stars in the sky, each and every one of them has its name. And so maybe I will be. But when they gather together to form a particular ship, they get a general name for themselves. It is the same way we have about 16 regions in Ghana. All these regions have specific names. But when we add all these regions together, they form a particular ship called the Ghana map. And that ship, we call the, the entire ship Ghana. It is the same way when these stars gather together, even though they have their names, but when they gather together, they get a general name for themselves. So a group of stars that have formed a particular ship fulfilling a particular purpose is called a constellation. God bless you, Kemi. Constellation. I think I've, I've thought on that before. I want you to know that you, as you are seated here, there is something that these constellations are saying about you, whether you know it or you don't know it. Mercy, God bless you. There is something that these stars constellations are saying about you that you do not know whether you know it or not it does not mean it is not there so let's follow we just have 30 minutes for this this session to end so i want to make things snappy so follow me carefully all right now so these constellations now there are about 82 discovered constellations and i said a constellation is a group of stars bearing a particular name fulfilling a particular purpose there are about 82 discovered constellations that is to say there are other constellations and stars that have not yet been discovered and among the 82 there are 12 that are close to the earth the rest are far from the earth that is how come still some of them have not have not yet been discovered because they are very far from the earth can you all hear him somebody said bad network is it from my place or from her place okay then maybe check check your place messi May God have mercy at your on your place. All right. Mercy, where are you listening to me from? Is this Sunyane?
if it is union, then don't talk plenty. Hmm? God bless you, pa. All right, <laughs> all right. Somebody was listening to us from BBN. Somebody too was listening to us from Sehu. Sehu also. Sehu. It will not take. So follow, follow me. Now, so among the 82 discovered constellations, there are 12 that are close to the Earth, and those 12 constellations that are close to the Earth, they are called the terrestrial constellations. And understand, the Word of God said in Genesis chapter 1, verse 14, that these stars are for signs, seasons; they are for days and for years. So anything about signs, anything about seasons, like Hamatan season, like autumn, like winter, like summer, and the rest, they are all determined by the terrestrial constellations. When we say some, a year is called a leap year, it is based on the constellation. Because the stars are also for years. There is nothing on this earth concerning days, seasons, years, and signs that it is not from the star. There is not God made the stars for that purpose. And do you know that you you were born in a particular day? Do you know that? Do you know you were born in a day? Do you know you were born in a year? And do you know you were born in a season? If all these things are true about you, then it is actually the stars that spoke about you at that point. So, there is something somebody can know about your day of birth, your year of birth, and the season in which you were born, the person can decode it from your star. Because it is your star that is for the purpose of those days, years, seasons, and signs. So, get that. This is what many people don't want to understand. But it is good you get these things so that you can gain upper hand over the enemy. good so now so all the days of the week were gotten from the stars all the months of the year were gotten from the stars so even you your date of birth was gotten from the star
That is why you need to understand some of these things. Apostle Fred, God bless you, man of God. I salute grace. God bless you. Good. So now, we have 12 terrestrial constellations. It is out of the 12 terrestrial constellations, which are the constellations close to the earth. It is out of the 12 terrestrial constellations that we got the 12 months of the year. It is out of the 12 terrestrial constellations that we got the 12 months of the year. And the number 12 actually is the number of government. So Jesus came to the earth and he had only 12 disciples. Why? Because everything about the earth, if you want to gain mastery over the earth, there must be a certain understanding you must have about the 12 terrestrial constellations. That is why the devil understands these matters also. And the stars receive their empowerment. The 12 constellations receive their empowerment from the moon and the sun. They receive their empowerment from the moon and the sun. So now, let's move forward. Let's move into the practical aspect of this whole thing. Follow me carefully. So now, the earth. If you have a book and a pen with you, try and draw the earth as a circular thing. Just try and draw the earth as a circular thing. After drawing the earth as a circular thing, you let's forget about the other planets for now. There are certain constellations that move. Okay, you try and draw, um, just put addition sign as in plus, make 12 of them around the earth, but give little spaces. Are you getting the point I'm making? So after drawing that round thing as the earth, make the plus sign 12 around it. Have you done that? Are you getting the, the picture now? Good. Now, then after that, draw another circular thing outside the plus. The plus just above above it, another circular thing, another round thing. 
and call that one the sun. Have you done that? Just on top. Exactly. The plus. Have you done that? Great. Good. After that, draw another circular thing close to the sun. Make it a little bit smaller than the sun. And call that one the moon. Have you done that? I wish this one was in church. Not inside the sun, no, close to the sun. Have you done that? Good. Now, I'm about to show you some things here. That is why I said do that, so that you will not get confused. So now, this is what is actually happening in the skies. So, this earth that you see, with the plus signs, the plus signs around the earth are actually the constellations, as in the stars. Somebody say, if you see my, you soap me. <laughs> All right, we have a few minutes or so. Let's make it quick so that we can. If you get this one, we can continue. God willing, tomorrow. All right. So please, let's follow. So now, that earth is where you you are found right now. As I'm talking to you, you are in that earth. You have grown. And the plus signs around them, actually the the constellations. I want you to I want you to do this as an assignment. How many of you have realized this? If you see a picture, the picture of the globe, or let me see the world map, a picture of the world map. Have you realized that most of the times around um where the the sea the Atlantic oceans and all those around that place. You see, there are certain things they have drawn around that place. I don't know if some of you, those of you who who, who do geography. They have drawn certain particular things. Okay, if if you can't, don't worry. We'll... I, I wish somebody could. Um... Okay, I'm coming. Let me check something. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 
Okay. Um. Those of you who are on the WhatsApp page, um, I don't know if. Someone said, "Is it the latitude and the longitudinal lines?" Not really. Not really. If you, if you like, go to um, maybe Google right now and type the constellations around the world map. The constellations around the world map. The constellations around the world map, and go to the images. I want to just show you something before we, we Okay. Oh good. Somebody is catching it. Somebody is catching it. How many of us have heard of Capricorn before? Have you heard of Capricorn? Cancer. How many of us have heard of those kind of things before? Capricorn. When we were young, they used to say those kind of things. Capricorn, Cancer, and the rest. Good. These are known as the constellations. The constellations. They are known as the constellations. They are actually a group of stars that have formed into a particular shape. And they have a name. They are twelve around the earth. That is why I said go and check. So if you check, you will see that. So you see, when you check, they don't really. Um, let me see. They are twelve. Sometimes they use dot 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 dots um to actually draw them. How the shape is. Sometimes they use dot dot, but if you really um, get a, a nice picture, exactly, they will actually draw the whole thing for you to see. These are constellations, and the shape actually of the constellation speaks a lot about it, and the name also speaks a lot. But there, there are stars. In them, and all those stars also have names. So the each of the names of the stars also have an assignment in the fulfillment of the entire constellation to the Earth. I don't know if you are getting the point I'm making. Good. So now, one of the constellations is called Virgo. Virgo, V-I-R-G-O. 
V-I-R-G-O V-I-R-G-O Now, Virgo means a virgin A virgin And when you see the shape of Virgo as the constellation It is actually like a virgin, a woman And when you look at the constellation Virgo It is a constellation, that means a group of stars And those stars that come together to form Virgo, they differ in their names and brightness. So the brightest, the brightest star in Virgo is called Zera. Z-E-R-A-H. Zera. The brightest star in Virgo is called Zera. And Zera means a seed. Seed, S-E-E-D. Now, when you look at this whole thing, and Jesus actually was born in the period where the, the constellation Virgo was linked to a certain month. So what was that thing trying to say? So this whole thing, just this simple thing actually is saying that a seed will come out of a virgin. And that is Jesus. And these things were already in the stars. They were written in the stars before the Bible came. That is why a lot of people looked into the star and they saw that a savior will come to the earth and die to save the world. So Hare Krishna came and made himself like that savior long time before Jesus came. They saw those things in the stars long time. So Hare Krishna is a religion that came long time before Christianity came. Christianity is not is not old. When you go to the Indian people, those um like India, when you go to places like Egypt and those like they have ancient gods like Zeus and all those people. They studied into some of these things and they decided to replay them. If you check history, according to Genesis chapter 11, there was a certain man by name Nimrod that arose and led the entire people of the earth to build a tower to the topmost part of the heavens. What, is, what does he mean to the topmost part of the heavens? He, what he did was that he took the power from all the 12 constellations around the earth, combined that power, and placed the power on the altar, on the, on the tower. This is why I keep saying that what empowers the 12 constellations around the earth is the moon and the sun. So when you see a Muslim, an Islamic mosque, and you see a tower on top of it, and you see a half moon and a star in it. Do you know what it means? It is actually a sign. I said, nobody can establish power and government on the earth without knowing into the matters of the 12 constellations around the earth. So the people are actually buying into the power of the 12 constellations in order to have government over the earth. And that is what actually is meant by 666 the antichrist so there is no 666 or antichrist outside islam 
Islam is the 666 and the Antichrist that wants to have rulership over the earth. We'll go into all these things as time goes on. We have now started. So just write these things and we'll, we'll, we'll close. So the 12 constellations, the 12 constellations, they are the constellations around the earth. And out of them, we had the 12 months of the year. And it is not that one constellation is for one month. No. Because the days and the months of the year don't start from the way we see it. What, that is why one thing that the devil sought to do was to change the calendar. To change, to alter the seasons and the days. That is what was said even by Daniel the prophet. The devil sought to change the days. So there was a certain man by name Constantine. He was a ruler in Roman. He aided in twisting the days and the seasons. All because when we read the book of Exodus chapter 12, the Bible said when God was calling the Israelites out of Egypt, God said the Egyptians had their days and their months already. But the last miracle that God did, where he caused all the firstborns of the Egyptians to die, including Pharaoh's son, when he died, God said to Moses, Today shall be the beginning of months for you. Today shall be the beginning of months for you. Today shall be the beginning. So how come God can pick the middle of one month and say that is the beginning of the month for you? That is how come when you go to Israel, the first month of the year is not January. Because according to what God told them, it does not tally with what Constantine did. Constantine sought to change things. So when you go to Israel, the first month of the year, the first day of the first month of the year, when we link it to our calendar, is 21st March. 21st March is actually the first day of the year in Israel. And that is actually according to God's purpose and plan. And how did this thing happen? The Bible says something that this is the Lamb of God that was slain from the foundations of the world. So, if you want to understand the matters of the world, the first thing that you need to know is that a Lamb was slain. A Lamb was slain and His blood was used for the foundations of the world. So anytime there is a slain of a lamb, that is the beginning of the world. That is why when God told the Israelites to kill lambs and use their blood to smear their doorposts, it was that time that he said that this shall be the beginning of months for you. And that is from 21st March to 19th of April. And that is the period where Easter actually is. And Easter too speaks of the death of Jesus Christ, the slain of the lamb. So anytime we are in Easter, according to God, we are actually in a new year. So Easter actually is the new year, according to God's calendar. Are you following? 
So from 21st of March to 19th of April is the first month according to Israel. And in Israel, that month is called Nisan. N-I-S-A-N. Nisan. But that period, which is 21st of March to the 19th of April, is actually also a constellation. And that constellation is called Aries. Aries. A-R-I-E-S. Aries. A-R-I-E-S. So Aries links to the first month of the year in Israel called Nisan. And the period is from 21st of March to the 19th of April. From the 21st of March to the 19th of April. Are you getting the point? Good. And God also used four main elements to make the entire universe. And the four elements are fire, earth, air, and water. So every constellation also has an element linked to it. Every constellation has an element linked to it. So the element which is for the first constellation and the first month of the year in Israel, that is from 21st of March to 19th of April, is the element of fire. Element of fire. Because in the beginning, God created heaven and the earth. And heaven stands for fire. And earth stands for earth as an element. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of the Lord, the spirit stands for air, brooded over the face of the waters. The water stands for water. So heaven stands for fire. Earth stands for earth. Air stands for the spirit. And water stands for water. We have just two minutes for this session to end. So that's why I'm moving so quick. Please make sure this message you download and listen over and over again. It will be a great blessing to your destiny. Please. So if somebody was born between the period of 21st March to the, 20, to the 19th of April, the person has the element to be fire. So what does it mean that I have an element of fire? We will explain all these things. Understand, all these things are actually a matter of a person's star. Alright, God bless you and keep you strong. God willing, tomorrow we will continue from the rest. God willing, tomorrow we will continue. We just have a few minutes. So I want to take one or two questions. I want to take one or two questions. Then we Any question? God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Any question? We just have one minute. One minute. Amen. God's precious jewel. God bless you. Somebody said, How do you scan into a person's eye? That ways. There are certain things we need to know about our stars. That is what we are teaching. It is scriptural. The rest, it is either the person is using a different evil spirit to do that. Because as for we Christians and we believers and prophets, what God gives to us is the gift of descending of spirit to decode what is in the spirit of a man. We are not people that gaze into the stars of people. 
there are things God has given us that we need to understand about our stars. That is what we are talking about here. Those are scriptural things. So the basic things you need to know about your own star, they are scriptural, and that is what we are talking about. The rest, if anybody wants to launch into your star outside these things, then the person is using a different spirit, not of God. And that person must be killed by fire, by tender, in Jesus' mighty name. All right, any other question? Okay, all right, if there's no other question, God bless you all and keep you strong. We just have two seconds. <laughs> God bless you all and keep you strong. We shall meet God willing tomorrow in the afternoon for lunch prayer fire. Someone said, what effect does our element have to do with our path of destiny? Great, that's a good question. I will answer this question, God willing, tomorrow. Now I remind me, then we talk about that. God bless you. We shall meet God willing tomorrow in the afternoon, exactly 12 noon for lunch prayer fire. God bless you all. Bye-bye.